Welcome to the Fancy Boys Fantasy Football Podcast. This is Kirk, and I'm with Greg, and let's get it started. We are recording now. Okay. Hey, Kirk, how are you? I am excellent, Greg. How are you? All right. I'm doing great, man. Hey, so we have some huge news to get to, um, but we are still in our preview shows, and we are actually at the number three ranked team, which is Edwards uh, team for the two and one fantasy dynasty league. So how do you feel about that? Uh, well, I mean, I, I'm I'm thrilled to be here. Alright, so obviously the big news that we have to cover uh, since the last show is the retirement of Andrew Luck. Um, I'll be honest, I was sitting on my couch and got the alert from Sleeper and I thought this was one of those examples of like Sleeper puts out so many alerts from beat reporters and they get stuff dead wrong. There's somebody just trying to make a name for themselves. They're getting an article out there. I didn't believe it until you know, maybe 30 minutes or an hour later when Andrew Luck actually confirmed it. But what's your initial reaction to that? Uh, yeah, I, w- I, was, I was pretty stunned. Um, uh, disappointed that the, the Indianapolis fans decided to boo him um, uh, while during the game as he's walking off because they clearly found the news or heard the news and decided to boo him. So I was a little disappointing to, to find out about that. But, I mean, he hasn't been healthy, and he played last year and comes out and says he's he's hurt and he, he can't stand it. So um, Yeah, I, th- I think the initial – um, reactions were, you know, obviously without the context there, they, they see their quarterback retiring two weeks or you know, shoot two weeks before the season starts. And yeah. So I kind of get that. They didn't have all the context, but, you know, you'd think like somebody like a Andrew Luck would get the benefit of the doubt. Of course. Um, but, you know, um, it made me it made me think of um of Barry Sanders and and not necessarily the way he did it but uh how everybody felt was he just had a great season um they're on the up and up and in the same situation with Andrew Luck he just had a great season coming back from you know a pretty serious injury and things are looking great and the rug just gets pulled out. So I mean, I, I understand. I guess I understand the reaction. Um, yeah, a little benefit of the doubt would have been nice, because uh, yeah, I think because he didn't do it to Go screw ahead. them. He's not. He's not trying to hurt the Colts. So they have yeah. to have that kind of uh, I don't know wherewithal in that moment. Well, this is a fantasy football show, so. Fantasy football implications for the Indianapolis Colts for other players on the team. Um, T.Y. Hilton impacts is impacted the most, I think. Yeah. Um, and then I think it goes. It may filter down to Marlon Mack, but he's a he's a runner. He's a you know heavy carry load. He may not be affected that much. Eric yeah. e- Eric Ebron, I don't think he'll be affected because. He he's not a high volume guy. He's a touchdown guy, and I think Jacoby Brissett's good enough to utilize him at that position. Yeah, so I, I agree with you that T. 
T.Y. Hilton affected the most. Um, if you look back two years ago when Jacoby Brissett started 15 games, uh, T.Y. Hilton had a sh- uh, just shy of a thousand yards um, in that season, which you know at first glance was well, that's that's pretty good. Um, however, if you look uh, if you look a little bit closer at that, um, you'll see that he actually had like it was something insane, like. Uh, he had like 600 yards in like four games, and then the rest were just the rest of the games were just awful. So it was very deceiving. He was kind of like Amari Cooper, where he just blew up, you know, every fourth game, and then other than that, he, he just he crushed your fantasy lineup. Yeah, um, yeah that that was with a that was with a Jacoby Brissett that was. Uh, you know, kind of thrown into it, and they recently traded for him, so he was learning the ropes. This right. is now right. year three with the Colts. I, I would, I mean, they seem to they they seem to like him with his skill set, but yeah. I mean, it's you know, what are you what are he you going to do? He's not yeah. Andrew Luck. He's not. He looks great. I think Eric Ebron is effective a lot because he's not a volume guy, but he is a touchdown guy. And Andrew Luck, you could count on 35 touchdowns. I think he had 39 last year. Yeah. So just just a simple idea of if percent. I mean, if he throws 25 touchdowns, I think that's a, a very big year for him. Right. Um, but you've got to think that that's probably at least four less touchdowns for Ebron. You uh, already had 13 last year, so right. You know, if he if he gets nine, I mean, that's still very good, but it's not. You know, that's not the level. What you'd expect from somebody like that, plus they have other weapons. I, I worry about Ebron a bit. Yeah. Um, Marlon Mack, yeah, Marlon Mack, I think will be okay, but yeah, the, the narrative is that he scored a lot of their points when they were winning games last year, so will they be in that same situation a lot? I don't. I don't know. Yeah, and, um, and, and it'll affect it'll affect the progress of any of the young wide receivers that anybody was counting on to, you know, have have some quality games or get some some points yeah. out of. They're probably it's probably just up in the air. You got to reset the uh, the game on that one and just say who who's going to miss or match with uh, um, Brissett, and who knows. Yeah, maybe Paris Campbell can get some screen passes or something like that close to the line of scrimmage and can break up, but it's not good. he's not going to be a volume play, that's for sure. I mean, it, it's it is kind of kind of odd. We're talking about Edwards' team and uh, his his number two wide receiver happens to be T. Y. Hilton. Yeah. So yeah, and, and, yeah, and that's one of the things uh, we're going to talk about, um, and, and just how much can change uh, in an off season. So remember, we did this draft back in like. May or June or something just, like that. Just after and, the NFL draft. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. And uh, and we did our rankings at that time. And, and you know, with our we haven't updated our rankings yet. So at the time, Edwards was, I mean, he was up there, you know, number three ranked team, obviously behind Computer Dano and obviously behind us. But, <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, so he was the second best human drafter, at least we thought at the time. Looking at his team now, uh, I don't know what made it so appealing because it does not look good. But we're going to go through this, and, and you know, when we're done with all these shows, we will update our rankings. Yeah. Um, so, so we'll have to take that into account. But uh, I'm just going to go uh, 
through his team position by position so we can see what he has. Well, I, I could, uh, my, my first glance right now, uh, the only word yeah. I can think of is old. Oh, yes. And, and, and we'll talk about that in a bit because we had a theory on that. But uh, let's go through it. Go ahead. So we have uh, Baker Mayfield, Drew Brees at quarterback. Uh, running back, we have Melvin Gordon, who still has not shown up. Uh, we have Damian Williams. And then on the bench, he has Jarek McKinnon. Kenneth Dixon, Edo Smith, Gus Edwards, and Damian Harris. Oh, excuse me, and LaShawn McCoy. Yes. At receiver, Julio Jones, T.Y. Hilton, Julian Edelman, Alshon Jeffrey, Robbie Anderson, Mohamed Sanu, Larry Fitzgerald, Curtis Samuel, Emmanuel Sanders, and Demarius Thomas. <laughs> and then finally at, finally at tight end, Zach Ertz and Jared Cook. Um, let's get the easy positions out of the way. I think quarterback, he in very good shape, he has Baker. Uh, Young and, and old. He has Drew, yeah, he has Drew Brees there. So, um, you know, uh, he'll be playing the matchup game, I think, all year. We're flopping those guys out, but he's got Baker for the long term. Uh, so he's in good shape. Mm-hmm. And I actually think uh, similarly, you know, for tight end, he's in good shape there. Zach Ertz is, you know, obviously a top two or three tight end, and then he has Jared Cook, who is a fine backup should anything happen to to Zach Ertz. Right. <clears throat> now, let's get to the running back. What's your take on his his running back right now? Right right now, um, well, looking at his, his, his bench, his bench is very sad, very sad. Um, Jarek McKinnon, injury-prone, uh, may or may well, not be yeah, a focal they're, point they're, of the they're, offense. Yeah, well, it just came out. I mean, he's had a, a third setback now to the no. ACL injury, and it's looking like he's going to go on the IR. I mean, he, he may be done. Like yeah. His, his career may be done. Yeah, so he's he's yeah he's not to be counted on. Kenneth Dixon, I don't think he's in the mix that much. Ito Smith. He, he, may, he, may, not, he may not make the team. Kenneth yeah. Ito, Ito Smith may be the backup. Um, but they have their rookie that they could be counting on. Um, yep. Gus Edwards, again, I don't think he's part of the equation that much. He, more so than Kenneth Dixon, but... Uh, yeah, he, Gus Edwards, I think, is, he's the first and second down back up, but, you know, he... Yeah, Justice Hill may have that third down role. It's still to be seen. He did play. He did play well last year, given he you did. know, given some time. Uh, Damien Harrison's probably the is really the only one that that has any upside at all, uh, because they drafted him in New England, and it, th- they might utilize him given injuries. Um, but he's still going to be behind one or two guys. And. Then lastly is old man McCoy. Yeah, Shady. Um, you know, still, it's still possible that he's traded out of Buffalo. Which, if he goes to Houston, that may be great. That's the best. That's the best way to to get get it, get him uh, get his lineup uh, a right. So I think that yeah. So I agree with you. You know, obviously, you know, especially in Dynasty, the best teams are. From, uh, from active owners and uh, again we loved Edward's team after the draft but he has not been active and no. looking at his team you know with, with McKinnon going out and now with Gordon not showing up he hasn't done anything to improve that 
squad. He, he needs to. He definitely needs to make a deal here, trade some of his receiver depth, or trade Gordon for some running back depth. Well, and and, and given his situation where he has Julio Jones, Ty, and Julian Edelman, all three of those um, could have been big trade. Uh, opportunities to get a, another starting running back before the the Andrew Luck retirement. Not that you're expecting someone like that to retire and to crush your team, but you have three solid, quite you know, pro- quite possibly number one wide receivers, and you are naked behind your starting running backs. That's the opportunity you need to say, "Hey, I want to move on from." Julian Edelman or, or, or try to use T.Y. to get that um, and try to throw in uh, Alshon Jeffrey and maybe trade out with a more reliable wide receiver because Alshon Jeffrey is not someone I'd want to count on as my uh, flex. Right. So I think, you know, with all running back gaps with Caleb Ballard, Ronald Jones, and Naeem Hines, maybe that's something we can slip uh, one of those running backs for one of his receivers or – Yeah, and, and but we're we're not afraid to move on. We don't need we don't fall in love with someone so much that we're willing to go up and down with them the entire time. If they don't show us what we want, if they don't make us feel good about it, then we move on. Right. And he's so, he's uh, falling in love with his players. Well, it's either that or he's just you know I think a lot of these guys I, I don't think they can manage multiple teams the same way we can. I think you know. Edwards has, you know, he jumped on uh, three to the sky uh, team in the fancy football league. So I think he's just neglected this team because it's maybe too much, too much work for him. So yeah. we need to remind him of how bad his team's looking right now. Maybe that will prompt him to, to make some moves. This reminds me um, of, of when you when you start dating that one girl who, at first glance, at that party looked really good, and then you yeah, start to look at her. Light longer and more more in depth in in sunlight and you just don't recognize her yeah in the black light of the strobe light like, yeah you know with the five pounds of makeup on she looks great yeah and yeah then, no, i hear you yeah it's just sad it's sad sad to see them uh, fall apart like that they're such a good couple <laughs> yeah um you know julio is obviously great Edelman will be very good for this year. Um, you know, he may have two years left. Who knows? Jeffrey, I think this is his last year before Arsaka Whiteside takes over as the number one there. And then Robbie Anderson, I think, is a, you know, Edwards is a Jets fan, so that's, that's uh, he's got to feel good about having, you know, Anderson, who's, who's got some potential. I think he also has some good bench receivers. I, I like Curtis Samuel. For this year. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah. His bench receivers are good this year, and then well, I, I think, and there's I think a steep drop Sam, off. Yeah, Kurt, there's Curtis Samuel, who right. I like. Who's young? Fitzgerald Sanders. Yeah, they're they're old as dirt. Yeah. Um. Right. And he, yeah, he he hand, he handcuffed uh, uh, Julio Jones, which is what you we recommend in a wide receiver uh, number one. You want to get there. You want to you want to handcuff the wide receivers. Yeah, because the, the, the guys who uh, replace them will always produce the same amount. Exactly. So. 
Exactly. Plug and plug and play. Plug and play. Yeah. Um, I I do think he he still has uh, value at the receiver position. He does. He needs to catch that in desperately for running back mm-hmm. strength and depth. So um, if he doesn't make a move, uh, he's going to be he's going to be paying for that. Yeah, I, and I'm, if I'm him, I'm looking at it again. Alshon Jeffrey to move him, um, and then you're and he's young enough, or uh, Emmanuel Sanders. He's people may may still like him um, enough to to try to get something out of him. Yeah, I, I mean, I think you and I can maybe talk about you know, maybe a move after Curtis Samuel for maybe one of our bench running backs. I mean, I would do that. sell low yeah not not gonna work yeah. i mean we we have we have a running back and, and it's also good to follow the the rumor mill even if you're even if it's not 100 percent accurate um kalen Bellage on our on our roster he, he's he's gone up and down in value the entire time on a roster and we've talked about moving him or keeping him right. and he may be in a situation where uh, Miami makes a move for Judavian Clowney, and one of the places they need a running back is, or one of the things they need is a running back. And Kenyon Drake could be their most valuable asset to try to trade for Judavian Clowney, which would give Kalen Balage, if if they're confident enough, a starting role with very little competition. He's on the chopping block. He's going to drop. Yep. Um, well, cool, man. Uh, so, really, all we have left, so that's all I got for Edwards. Uh, really, all we have left is computer Dano, and then uh, 
we'll, we'll briefly talk about our team. I mean, really, there's not a lot that needs to be said um, as we are the top-ranked team. I mean, where we just say, oh, yeah, they're good here. You know, good at quarterback, good at running back, good at receiver, good at tight end. We don't want to waste your time uh, stating the obvious. So, um, <laughs> right. like I said, we'll, we'll, we'll briefly go over our team, but then we'll go over the the uh, highly anticipated uh, preview show for, for the NFL season. Tour. We'll preview every team's record in our playoff and Super Bowl predictions. Um, last year, I think... I know I had the Saints winning, the, I think, over the Steelers in the Super Bowl, and I think you had something similar, right? You had the Saints. Yeah, yeah, I think I, I was I was all in on Pittsburgh as well. Oh, you were Pittsburgh and Minnesota, was it? Maybe, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. We'll have to review yeah, that. Um, I'll tell you what, yeah, the Colts were a team that I was looking at this year uh, in the AFC, so I'll be curious what they do. Uh, all the breakdown where uh, who I have coming out, but um, should be fun. I mean, obviously they're going to be one hundred percent accurate. So yeah, stay tuned. Yeah, and one of the one of the things we we keep forgetting about this this one this league. It's unique to the other leagues. Is the uh, median league median win an extra matchup by scoring higher than the league average? Yes. And and I well, think it's, 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 it's the not the it's if you score above uh, if you're in the top half scoring teams of the week. So so five okay. teams will get, yeah. yeah the five highest scoring teams will get an extra win. Right. The five low scoring teams will get an extra loss each week. Right. And that that makes so, that makes a that makes a big difference and you know that even even a loss. You could still get a win. Correct. So that way, when uh, when owners like uh, Mike Newcomer, let's just say, complains that he's the second highest scoring team and hasn't won a game, um, right. he he will be lying. Right. At least that's the way I interpret the rule. Could I be wrong here, Cook? Well, it says uh, the league median, the median, and it says the league median is 132.54. So I take that as as the middle average, where where the actual peak is. You know, I mean, there could potentially be seven teams that get an extra win. I don't know. We'll we'll see. It'll be interesting. Yeah, I wonder. if, If you have a team like Jason Donowski, let's say, who scores 80 points, um, in, in a good week, bring, yeah, bring the median way down. Right, right, and your top score, like you know, you know, fancy boys scores 190. Um, yeah, right. you know, the median would be based on those two, and as long as you're higher than that, you can get an extra win. So, um, yeah, that would be, yeah, I think. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, <laughs> we'll figure it out. Yeah, I'm sure but, someone uh, will complain. Yeah, Newcomer will definitely complain about it. Right, right. Dan <laughs> uh, uh, will not. We just won't hear another thing from him. We'll just hear a lot of beep, boop, 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 boops. Oh, uh, don't, don't give him a spoiler for next week. <laughs> so. 
Yeah, sorry, sorry to quote him. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Well, hey, uh, you got anything else? No, that's it. Well, that's all for the Fancy Boys. We're signing off. And we are fading out.